Good morning. This is John Esfri, and I'm here today with Origin Gates podcast, Wisdom's Echo. And actually, kind of excited to be here sharing with you today about what's been in my heart. Um, looking forward to breaking some stuff open. I, I was thinking about um, our day-to-day uh, walk, the things that we face, the things that we look at, the things that we engage with. And everybody has situations that are fraught with sometimes joy, sometimes stress, sometimes sorrow, uh, whatever it might be. I mean, life has a way of uh, dealing out things for people. Um, I was thinking about Psalm 118, and obviously specifically, not obviously, but specifically verse 24. This is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad therein. Um you know, sometimes we hear a, a verse that we're familiar with. I mean, there was a song as a kid or as a young years ago. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has... You know, and so sometimes we think of a verse like that and we relegate it to just a simple little child's verse, not, you know, much to it. Um, but the truth is, is it's so full and so powerful that... Uh, we probably need to focus on it a little bit more. Um, this is the day or the yom in the Hebrew that the Lord has made. The day is not necessarily what we look at as a period of 24 hours. It, it can be that, but it's an era or a period or a season uh, descriptive, something that uh, Yahweh has fashioned and designed and ruled over. And it says then we can result, rejoice and exult and stay in gladness in the middle of it. Um, being as it's a, a era or season, literal day, it could be, but outside of this created realm, it, there's not a time frame. So uh, the other thing that a day is is also a place because if you're outside of the time, um, it becomes more locational, a place or a dimension of the, one of the many houses in the heavens of the Lord. And so it becomes a dimensional place, a place to stand and a place to rejoice in. Um, and so I love the old Hebrew saying that uh, the thing that you uh, look at is what you'll see. Um, we have the ability to set the things that we see in our lives because of the power of intention and the power of focus, the power of uh, choice to be looking at something. Um, if we engage with a steady diet of the current news affairs of the day, and that becomes the thing we first feed on or the last thing we feed on at night, what's going to happen is that's the thing we've looked at, and it's going to become the thing that we see throughout our life. If we choose to set our sight on the day of the Lord, and begin to engage with that, then what we're going to see is the fruit and the evidence of the majesty of Yahweh in our lives. Um, and so I remember I was recently had a, a little bit of a conversation or a chat. Somebody posted something on Facebook about being aware of what goes on around you and watching the things that are, you know, a little bit of a struggle and um, and I just kind of made a comment that said, 
you know, I'd rather more be the thermostat rather than the thermometer. I don't want to necessarily be the measuring of what's going on out there. I want to be the setting of what's going on in and around me. And the person responded back, hey, you have to have, you know, be aware of what awareness about what's in and around you so you know how to navigate. And, and I understand what was being said, and that's true. But the truth is you and I have an ability to engage in purpose and intention with the day the Lord has made and all that that encompasses and begin to shift and set, be the thermostat for the manifestation of that in our lives around us. So, you know, you could be having an off time or a bad morning or, or something not going right. But if you'll think about that verse, this is the day the Lord has made, or this is the place or the dimension that Yahweh has released and you have access to. Remember this, the kingdom of God is on the inside of you. And so that's pretty significant because um, as you go in and look at the day of the Lord, everything about it, you can go in and look on the inside of you and begin to engage with what, what that looks like. So, for example, if we set our focus on all the decay and destruction, um, all the despair, all the uh, struggle, that's what the thing is going to frame up around you and become embroiled in. Um, it's not a focal point that's going to lend itself to engaging with the day of the Lord. So what does looking at the day of the Lord look like? Um, and this is why the word is so amazing. Uh, just a sidebar, a little note. <clears throat> Some people seem to think that the word is not as important because you've got the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And I, I agree, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you is amazing. But the word of God is a portal or a place that causes you to be able to step into and engage with. It's a living word that builds up on the inside of you the mountain of the Lord. It builds up who he is and what he is on the inside of you. And as you read a verse like Psalm 118, verse 24, and you start meditating on this is the day that the Lord has made and begin to engage with the process, um, it causes an opening or a portal to be able to step in to that dimension of the day of the Lord. Um, people that want to discount the word as being significant and important um, in their lives uh, are missing a hugely valuable point. Um, I just it just baffles me sometimes. So a little side note, but um, so for instance, when you engage with Psalm one eighteen twenty four, you can begin to focus on the magnitude, the full supply. Uh, this is all aspects or attributes of Yahweh. You begin to look at the day of the Lord and look at Yahweh and how who He is and his love towards us while we are yet sinners. You can look at his holiness. You can see his being all in all. What aspect uh, do you see? Spend time with him, and when you come out of that place, you'll carry with you through the day the joy of the Lord, which uh, becomes your strength. Maybe you need his provision, his comfort, his peace, his strength, his love, his protection, his creative power, etc., as you look and realize his kingdom is on the inside of you, you can then engage with the reality that you carry all you need within you. When you go to him with petition and thanksgiving, 
the deposit from his full supply is released within you and then you frame up the words and breathe into creation and watch the manifestation of your process. The, a simple little verse like Psalm 118. Um, this is the day the Lord has made. I will. I will is so significant because I might doesn't lend itself to much. But I will is a determination and a focus and intention of the ability to rejoice in wherever you're at, whatever your situation is. And being glad, I have a decision or a process that I will engage in and be glad. It becomes much easier, though, when you're looking in the place or the dimension of the day of the Lord. So using that as a portal for yourself, and you step in, you, you go and you, instead of turning on the news, you stand in the morning place and you say, Yahweh, I love you. I thank you for the day of the Lord. I thank you for who you are. And you begin to engage through the veil of his flesh, through on the inside of you the kingdom of God, and you begin to engage with this place, and you begin to see it frame up the mountain of the Lord, the goodness of God. This is the day of the Lord. This is the place where he functions and resides. And as we begin to engage with that, whatever you turn your focus on to look at is what you're going to begin to see in the realms of the heavens and the spirit realm. And so you begin to see the hand of Yahweh strong on your behalf. You begin to see the place of full supply of heaven being released on your behalf. You begin to see the place of his strength infusing you and becoming your strength. You begin to see the goodness of God on your behalf. You begin to see the health and the vitality of life swirling around you and infusing on the inside of you, become part of you. You begin to see... Um, his might and his power speaking for you, speaking on your behalf. You begin to see the habitation of the Lord and what he creates, the day or the place of his habitation is so magnificent, so powerful, so mighty, so fulfilling in every way that as you hang out there and you reside there, there's nothing that can withstand that presence in that place. It begins to ship, shift and shape your whole way of view, your whole way of function. So then from that, as you've engaged and you spent time in that place, and you release thanksgiving and gladness and praise, you begin to come out from that place. And as you stand in this creative realm, you begin to declare the goodness of God, the glory of God, the might of God, and see gladness welling up on the inside of you. See thanksgiving welling up on the inside of you. If you'll spend 15, 20 minutes doing that, engaging with the day of the Lord, there's nothing that you can not have to withstand that you don't have assistance from on high. You don't have the connection on the inside of you that's releasing everything you have need of pertaining to life and godliness. He's given it all, all, all to you. So, so begin to use the word as your entry point uh, to change the way things are. Again, the thing with the thermostat versus the thermometer, too many times we are lazy in our thoughts. So we're lazy in our intention, in what we're looking at, and we just kind of get drifter, drifted around by every wind that blows errantly. Uh, if you sail a boat and you just allow the wind to take you wherever it wants, um, you're going to end up somewhere you probably don't want to be. But if you engage the tiller, if you engage 
um, the, the steering of the ship or the boat, um, you're going to begin to use the winds to avail yourself to get you to where you need to focus on and where you need to go. Uh, turn the situations of life, turn those things around to where you begin to change the circumstances. You become the thing that sets the, the temperature around you by engaging with the day of the Lord, by engaging with who he is, by choosing a different framework of words to come out of your mouth. Remember, the thing that you choose to look at is what will frame up around you and what you'll begin to see. And so set your sight, set your focus, uh, do what the word says. You may feel like, well, I, I'm, I'm in despair and I don't feel good and I don't feel right and I'm sad and I'm this and I'm that or whatever it is. If the Lord says you can do this, this is the day, rejoice and be glad therein. That means there's a way for you to be able to do that no matter what your circumstance or what your situation, whether your bank account's dry or, or your health is not feeling right or your cupboards are bare, there is a place, an answer that you make that choice and decision to step into and enter into the day of the Lord. It's, it's absolutely uniquely powerful to us as uh, spiritual beings. It's a new place that we can engage with on a regular basis if we choose to do so. So let the joy of the Lord rise up on the inside of you. Look at the day of the Lord and spend some time in there and begin to see what you can see. Begin to find out what he has for you in the place of the day of the Lord. Amen. Well, just wanted to kind of get out there. It was something I was pondering on the last day or two. And just uh, hopefully somebody can latch onto that. And it'll be good for you. Have a blessed day.